Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call. 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. What's going on, guys? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back in studio again today. Pre-recorded, as I always do during these COVID-19 time periods. But this one is special. It's mid-November. It's actually mid-November, and I am sitting down now. I'm going to introduce him in a few seconds, but this gentleman is somebody that, much like myself, is pro-November. We want to spread news. We want to spread education. We want to help people understand exactly how important this cause is, but also how important men's health care, men's skin care, everything men is important because as much as it's all recognized on the other spectrum, we don't get enough love and enough appreciation. I mean, it takes a lot of work to make this look as good as it does, really does. So please help me welcome uh, a gentleman who needs a little bit of an introduction, but if you know Battle Arts as well as I do, he is the current ring announcer for Battle Arts Pro Academy. He is a former marketing professional, six years experience with companies like Ford, Procter & Gamble. He's a radio broadcaster, so you may have heard him giving you those fantastic traffic and weather updates on Z103 News Talk 1010 here in the GTA Toronto. Please help me welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling, one half of my favorite skincare line. I shouted out a video about it this earlier this year. Discreet gentleman, one half of the ownership, Michael, Michael DiMascio to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you, brother? George, what's going on, buddy? It is Movember. Happy Movember to you, sir. Happy Movember to you. Happy Movember to all the fine, distinguished gentlemen out there. So let's talk a little bit about Discreet Gentleman and how you decided to get that started. I know you gave me a little bit of the backstory, but there's a lot of people out there that would definitely find the story as interesting as I did. So let's run down how Discreet Gentlemen, which is a fantastic skincare line, we're gonna get into all the products that they deliver, but talk about how you decided to start this great line of products up. Yes, and uh, thank you for the accolades. Um, maybe it is just a, a recognizable voice. I have the face for radio, I'm told, but definitely the beard for Movember. So, um, what ended up happening was it, at the height of the pandemic in March, this is a pandemic passion project of sorts. I got in touch with my buddy who is originally from the GTA here uh, in Mississauga. He lives now in England, Vince. And um, I had lost my job because of the pandemic, like a lot of you at home. Um, you know, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a rough time and it, it continues to be, uh, even for me, doing contract jobs here and there. And I called him and I said, let's let's do something near and dear to us. And we, um, throughout high school, high school friends, we, we used to share tips and um, I, I don't want to call them beauty tips, but you know, it's not something that guys usually talk about. And that's where the name discreet comes from. It's taking care of your skin, 
um, and keeping it uh, in discrete fashion and trying to bring back that gentleman like um, in a modern sense. Uh, we don't need to bring back every single thing of, uh, of a different time, but, but there's some things to be said about being a gentleman, being that chivalrous person that you can be and also taking care of yourself because as much as they like to, to say back in the day, they didn't take care of themselves. People, people, took photos and that was a big deal for them. And they got their hair cut and they took care of their appearance for those things. So um, it not all is lost. Uh, and, and that's really the start of Discreet Gentlemen. Uh, two friends with the same passion for looking their best, I, I guess, if you want to put it in a nutshell. Absolutely. I think that's that's a great way to put it. And some of the great products that you have is you have an uh, uh, awesome line of beard oils, uh, which I mean, I don't use it's a goatee. I don't really, have I got it on right now. Actually, I just put some on. Where is it? Here it is. We've got the tobacco and citrus, the, uh, rain flavor. Oh, Go ahead. Sorry. Perfect, perfect. No, no, that's fine. I was just going to say that the beard oils don't really fit for me because I can't grow a beard. This is the best I can do. And this took about six years to grow. I have, <laughs> the, uh, I don't grow hair like uh, everybody else. So I'm on, I'm unlucky in that aspect. I wouldn't like a beard either though, because my dad has a beard and I try to distinguish myself as far away from my father as possible in terms of how I present myself. Got um, it, got it. But you got the beard oils, the bombs, the soaps, the scrubs, the natural deodorant, and my favorite product, which is the Tattoo Salve, which I used actually, this is a tattoo. If everyone could see, this is a tattoo I got made 11 years ago. It was faded. It was almost irrecognizable, but I put that bomb on every day and man, does it come out looking spanking brand new? And that's, that's how great the product was. That was the video I shouted out earlier. If you go back on my Instagram, you guys can see it, but uh, the products are phenomenal. And I love the name, you know, discreet gentlemen want to take care of ourselves want to look good, but we don't need to brag about it to the world. We're not a right. Mike, this situation from Jersey sore. We don't have 95 different scrubs to make ourselves look good. Yeah, my wrestling persona as Michael the Show the Macho does not come out in Discreet Gentlemen. I like to keep it on the DL and the, the tattoo salve or salve, uh, as you pointed out, um, it, it's two prong. It, it brings back the shine and it's also really good for the healing because it has a lavender oil in it. So uh, I was with a family friend yesterday who just got some ink done um, in, in the GTA and I, I went down to their shop and, and, and uh, he was showing me how he's been applying it and how he's been using it more of a healing, uh, not so much as a, as a shine, but it has, it has both effects. It's got a whole host of oils and butters in it uh, that, that give it that shine. Absolutely. And, and it's great more. Talk to me about some of the other stuff, the natural deodorant. Uh, the, so let's actually talk about the beard oil there for a second. You said the tobacco and citrus, the rain flavor. Do you have any yeah, other, right. any other kind of scents that you, you guys sell? Yeah, the, the most popular one is the King one. It's your more traditional sandalwood flavor. Um, there's also another uh, zest, uh, zest flavor, but um, you, you can check it up at discreetgentleman.com. Uh, there's a whole host of uh, scents. Uh, my favorite is, is the one I'm wearing, the, the rain one, because it's that manly uh, tobacco citrus, like kind of musky uh, flavor. And, um, you know, when you, when you talk about beauty regimens, it's not so manly of me. So I try to offset that and, and, and do as many uh, manly things as possible, uh, you know, get dirty and uh, rub some dirt on myself and, and take a few bumps in the ring, too, if, if they'll let me. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about that. We'll, we'll segue away from the product lines now and everything you guys offer, discreet gentlemen. We'll get into the website and all that stuff later. But I, I want, I'm curious to the backstory of becoming a ring announcer. You have a radio voice, much like myself, and uh, we both have faces for radio. But these days, people like to see everything that we're talking about on the screen, hence why Zoom and Skype and all that stuff is a great asset and tool, especially if you want to grow multiple different platforms for this wonderful world of podcasting. 
But um, let's talk about the backstory for you and the ring announcing. I know your history with wrestling. I know uh, where you kind of segue and where you kind of your passion is for. And that's definitely the attitude error. As most, as most of us in the same age bracket, that is the kind of area or the, um, the time period that we resonate with the most. But how did you get hooked up with Battle Arts in terms of the ring announcing? And um, like I've seen you in a couple shows. I saw you at the parking lot show back in September. You always come out dapper with the suit, everything looking good, on point as always. And I saw you at the, the show in March, right before the pandemic. Uh, that was the, the two shows that I have seen you at since, because obviously there was that whole entire period in between where we sure. couldn't do any of that stuff. But talk to me about the ring announcing and how you decided to go uh, to approach wrestling into that avenue. Yeah, wrestling was always uh, been something of a kind of a childhood uh, experience. Um, uh, almost to a point of obsession, like a lot of young boys, I think, through elementary school. And then uh, probably up until 2002, WrestleMania X8, uh, that's kind of where I stopped watching. I was at, at, at the event at the Sky Dome. Uh, it was electric, uh, the most incredible experience uh, possible in terms of matches to see live with Hogan and The Rock. But um, being on air and uh, trying to find different avenues to, to stay prevalent, especially with the pandemic. I had been knocking on Anthony's door for a little while, go showing up and perhaps maybe he didn't, ha hadn't heard me on, on Z103. Uh, so he kind of said, okay, you know what? Um, we have a ring announcer for our pro show. We need someone for our rising stars show. Uh, how about you come out? And this was during that pandemic show in March and, and, and give it a shot and let's see how it goes. And then of course I almost tripped falling into the ring uh, on my initial, uh, uh, introduction after he, you know, he sold the hell out of me and put me over with, with the, with the crowd. And, you know, I did my best to, you know, respect the business because I really have a lot of respect for the business. And, and just because I'm not really following today's product doesn't mean I'm not listening to podcasts and, and Instagram's actually been a great tool to, to be reminiscent of the Federation years and the attitude era, like you referenced. So, um, I guess I want Anthony over in that first pandemic show um, I remember using and throwing Lysol wipes into the crowd and toilet paper, you know, to play off the, um, the pandemic and, and just tried to, my best to get over. And I'm still looking for my catchphrase. You were there at the parking lot show. There was a whole host of injuries. So uh, I'm still working on something, but don't try this at home. Uh, seems to be the one that resonates the most just with how many people went down in that show as well. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's a sign of ring rust, right? That's a sign of not being in the ring every day, not taking the bumps every day, not doing the stuff every day. And um, when you, I mean, you work out, you stay in shape as all the fantastic roster of the rising stars and the pro wrestlers did. Um, but again, a wrestler's body is meant to literally take insurmountable amounts of punishment, five, six, seven days a week. So when you're going from wrestling, I've talked to a lot of wrestlers, uh, Josh Alexander, for example, he's mentioned to me a few times that, you know, wrestling for two days, then being off for four days and going back to wrestle, it hurts 10 times more because your body's not used to it. Your body doesn't grow that thick skin, if you will, that wrestling armor to uh, prevent the serious injuries. So yeah, I mean, injuries do happen. It's a part of the business, part of the game. And anybody that steps in the ring, they know that. But despite the injuries aside and, and how rough, I mean, the, the weekend was in terms of what happened to the talent, it was still two great shows to, uh, I wasn't at the, the second one, but I was definitely at the first one on the Saturday night. Uh, and it was two great shows, a lot of title changes. We got to see a lot of different aspects of, of certain, uh, of talent coming back. And my highlighted match for me on the, the Saturday show was, uh, Scarlett Delgado versus Elena. I mean, that was probably match of the night for me next to Stan Smith's match for his light heavyweight championship. Those were two great matches, 
great storytelling. And uh, you, 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 you introduce them both fantastically. It's not easy to do what you do either, because a lot of times you're the guy that's got to keep a crowd entertained. Or you're the guy that unfortunately has people walking out on him because they're going to the bathroom or they're going to do this or going to do that. So it's not easy to be the ring announcer in that stuff. But the first time you walked through the ropes and it, the trip aside, when you looked at the crowd and stuff like that, did you feel a little overwhelmed at that point? You're like, damn, this place was packed because I was at that show and that show had at least easily 200 people in the building that night. They were all screaming their heads off because there was the battle royal. There was all kinds of craziness going on. And it must have been overwhelming your first time to have a packed house because capacity there is about 250. Yeah, it helps with the lights off. And I think that was the, the big deciding factor between the outdoor show and the first show in March is the lights are down. People are, are, are feel free to make more noise. And as soon as Anthony hands the mic and I, I, I smash the shit out of the, uh, the turnbuckle, I felt uh, at home uh, in the squared circle. And I said, you know, let's do this now. I mean, I, I, it, was, it was an audition of sorts for me. Little did I know that they didn't have a ring announcer prior to that, but that was the big gag. And, uh, you know, that's, 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 I think, one for the boys where, where they worked me over, where all the wrestlers were coming up to me after the show. It's like, oh, it's so great to have an announcer back on our show. <laughs> and I said, well, Anthony said you guys had one. And like, no, man, we haven't had one for like six months. So he's been doing some of the announcing and some of the color commentating and, and doing double duty. So, yeah, they, they ribbed me pretty good. And, um, you know, it's a bit of a rite of passage from what I, I start to understand when I when I really start to do the research and I watch my shoot interviews and it's like ribbing is, you know, it's it's all part of uh, part of the whole show. And yeah, uh, it was a it was a great experience. And, uh, you know, keeping the crowd's attention, it helped having action figures to throw out and all that other kind of stuff. And it was a lot of fun. And I felt right at home. And I was really happy to be back in the summer doing those outdoor shows because I think it was important from a mental health perspective. And, and that's, uh, you know, in line with what everybody's going through right now. It was so important to do those shows, injuries aside, there were two really good shows and um, the Destiny show was on during the day as well. So there was a lot going on and um, it was just kind of a signal of an intent that as soon as we can, we'll do another one. And I guess that's kind of the, the impression I'm getting um, uh, from, from the new owners as well. Yeah, I actually sat, sat down with AC last week and his episode will be dropping in uh, the beginning of December. And it's great to hear about what they're doing and the initiative that they're putting and how much they're really making Battle Arts the Ontario Performance Center. That's what he called it. That's what he labeled it. And I believe that to be true. It is Mecca. I mean, the Don Koloff Arena is Mecca. It's Mecca in Ontario, Indy. There's been so many great talents for both Battle Arts and Destiny, Revolution Women's Wrestling. There's so many promotions that's run out of that building. Uh, and now eight to add HWE to it. Uh, I mean, that's just another tip in the hat and another roster that we can tap into and see those kind of indie dream matches where we couldn't see them before because sometimes two different rosters, they never really collide. So it's great to see that the potential is, is there for all kinds of stuff. And um, to go back to what we what the conversation is really about, though, today is uh, we'll get into the wrestling again a little bit later. But let's talk Movember. Let's talk men's health, men's mental health, men's skin care, all that stuff. Discreet Gentlemen, I mean, is a great line of products. And we'll get back into some of the products listed later on with all the different scents and stuff you have and the website and stuff. But Movember, what is Discreet Gentlemen doing for Movember? What's your initiative for this month that is all about men's health? Yeah, thanks for giving me a chance to talk about it. Yeah, a lot of times people associate just growing a mustache with prostate cancer, uh, but Movember is much more than that. It's about men's mental health as well and dealing with, with struggles. And I think mental health is such a hot topic right now with, with 
gyms being shut down, restaurants being closed or limited capacity at that. So what we're trying to do at Discreet Gentlemen, and we've had a lot of success in the first month of this, um, we thought people might be on the fence of, of, of investing in, in maybe some of our skincare line, but we thought that if we aligned ourselves with charities that are near and dear to us, it'll make discreet gentlemen more endearing to our audience. So in the first month, last month, we, we raised money and we had a dollar of every sale going towards the National Breast Cancer Foundation, um, obviously October being Breast Cancer Awareness. And it was a, it was a, made a lot of sense um, to, to align with Movember, uh, an agency that I've worked with. It's actually one of their headquarters is based in Toronto. So um, there's opportunities for a lot of people to start their own Movember funds. Um, what we're doing is very similar to what we did last month at Discreet Gentlemen. The dollar of every product sale uh, will be donated at the end of the month uh, to, to Movember, regardless of what product uh, necessarily you buy. Um, outside of that, there's a lot of good stories uh, on Movember.com uh, that you can go and check out and everybody has their own personal journeys and struggles. Um, I got really in tune with that that uh, foundation actually two years ago. I did a charity boxing tournament that I was part of in the marketing agency, and we raised a whole lot of money for that event. And um, it, it, they take you and they show you stories of, of people struggling with prostate cancer and how it affects the family. And it's it's a, it's a well worthy cause, and and we're happy to align with them. And um, uh, for for me, more so this this year, it's about the mental health aspect more so than the prostate cancer. The cancer sucks. We know that it affects everybody on so many different levels. But I think what's really lost in the conversation this year is, is the mental health aspect. Uh, there's a lot of people stuck at home. People can't work. People feel uh, unproductive. Um, you know, they don't have have any passions to pursue. So uh, hopefully, if they see this story, even about two friends that that just you know, invested some money, uh, put their name behind a product after finding success with a trimmer. That's really what it started as. We found this trimmer, uh, we, we, we started importing it. We said, okay, we made a little bit of money. Uh, we've broken even now, let's put our name behind something. And our creator is um, is an engineer here in Mississauga who, who uh, has a big grizzly beard and he's been uh, tampering with different sort of solutions uh, uh, after using mustache wax and not being able to cut through it with regular soap. And that's how he came on our, our, our soap and our, our African black soap, which is one thing I recommend everybody to try first and foremost. It's, it's life-changing, I think, and it really softens your skin, whether you have facial hair or not. But to get back to the, the point at hand, yeah, mental health is a big thing this year. And, and I'm really glad that that Movember uh, pushes that awareness button. Absolutely. And it's a, it's something that uh, no matter what month, it can't just be recognized for one month. It should be recognized all year round. Mental health for all, all people, uh, mm -hmm. men, women, children, even animals, uh, pets, dogs, cats, they all, they all go through their, their own mental health struggles. So every living being on this planet needs to be recognized for their mental health and, and needs to be, needs to understand it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to share your thoughts and your feelings and they're not wrong because they're your thoughts and they're your, they're your feelings. And they matter. Right. They matter. So everyone who's watching this episode understand that they matter. And this is a great initiative. This is somebody that I wanted to highlight on the show and I wanted to bring on because, like I said, this is going to drop um, on November seventeenth. Uh, so we're going to be about midway through the month at that point, but still going on for the entire month. One dollar, no matter what product you buy. And what's the price point, Michael, on the some of the products? <clears throat> yeah. So I, I always say start with the soap. You're looking at nineteen ninety nine. Uh, 
for that. Um, some of our uh, more pricier products are like our, our coffee scrubs and, and you're getting into the $25 range. Um, outside of that, uh, we're, we're just getting back in stock this week, our own version of a, of a manscaping tool, which uh, I'm really excited for. A lot of people in my circle uh, have already made put their Christmas list uh, and wishes in. It's called our discreet manhood. It's, um, it's a waterproof um, uh, trimmer, essentially body groomer, I guess you could say for lack of a better word. Um, and obviously Manscapers is, is a big, uh, uh, competitor out there in the market. Uh, ours is half the cost of that. We found a, a, the, that the patents expired on that and we found our own and it's very similar in the skin safe technology, uh, reminiscent of our, uh, um, sort of, uh, lawnmower, their version, I guess you could say. So, um, I, I recommend anybody, uh, if they, if they've been kind of on the fence of even body grooming to give ours a shot because it's half the cost and, uh, it works just as well. It's USB, uh, charged. You can bring it in the shower. You can keep it nice and trim and tidy, uh, for your significant others during the holiday period. Um, you know, uh, what, what, what more can I say without getting into innuendos, but, uh, outside of that, I don't know if it's a PG show. I already kind of cursed when I said the term buckle thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. A lot of people like, listen, a lot of people swear on the show. I swear on the show. So I'm going to break the ice for you to make it 10 times easier. It's oh fucking K Michael. You're good, bro. You're good. <laughs> Thank you for fucking swearing, uh, George. Um, <laughs> now, now, all of a sudden, I was a good guy. You know, I was a baby face. Now you're going to make me turn heel. I was already going to do a heel turn on you because I heard your big intro to Scarlet and you're trying to put me, uh, uh, you're trying to bury me and become the announcer. So I'm, 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 I'm getting the, my urban blue blazer out here, man. You, uh, this is how I go shopping uh, at the malls, you know? This is, uh, you think you can come into my neck of the woods and try to take my job, all right, as, a, as an announcer? I don't think so, buddy. I don't think it's happening. I'll just well, then you know what? You know that. Then you know what? Let's let's throw a show down because I got a line in with AC just like you got a line in with AC and Dave. Okay, I got a line in too. So I say this: the next show challenge, one night only, two ring announcers, alternating <laughs> matches, alternating <laughs> matches, alternating announcing, and we see, we finally see who the rightful ring announcer might be. Are you down for that? If the show's come back, <clears throat> I accept. Your challenge, George. Perfect. That's wonderful. But now let's get back to. Now we got that now, out of the now way. Now let's get back to the harmony of bromancing. Okay. <laughs> get back to the harmony right. of bromancing. So talk to me about some of the other flavors and the other things that you offer. So we talked about the soap. We talked about the the manscaping tool that you have. Um, what about the beard oils? How many different flavors do you have of that? Plus the bombs, the scrubs, and the natural deodorant. Yes. So the the yeah. So the natural deodorant, uh, you're, you're looking at, actually, we a quick story about natural deodorant. That's our, our, our um, there's a lot of um, questions around that and the importance of natural deodorant. So with the natural deodorant, um, it, it's not a block of any sort. The idea of this is to have your body build up its own bacteria and eventually fight odor on its own. So it is aluminum free. It is once again, uh, water-based. Um, we have a, a couple of different aloe-based uh, oils uh, that, that kind of go into making this. And uh, just now uh, we have the eucalyptus scent, which your big sponsor, uh, Don't Overpay Buy from Ray uses. He's a, a eucalyptus scent man. Um, I prefer the unscented one um, just because I'm trying to get my body used to it and, and building it up on its own. And if you're a cycler, um, I've been talking to a lot of people in the cycling community. They're using it as an anti-chafing agent as well. So they're using it all over their body. And, and that's quite all right with us because it is natural. It is uh, paraben free. 
um, and, and it is vegan as well. So um, that that's just the the lowdown on on the the natural deodorant. We have a couple of cents of that, not as many as the beard oils and beard bombs. I think we're looking at over five cents for the beard oils and beard bombs. So whatever you find in terms of scents on the beard oil side, you'll also find on the bomb with the more paste uh, uh, base, which uh, my business partner Vince uh, swears by. I like the oil more. It gives you that shine. Uh, the the uh, bomb is more for the bigger beards that are. I guess harder to manage, and and um, you kind of use it more of an as a as a conditioner. I guess you could say. Um, what one uh, one product I don't have is our mineral mass. That's something you would use maybe more once a week. Cool story behind that is uh, we have an elderly uh, lady. Um, uh, in the northern parts of Ontario that kind of sources those elements. And so those aren't always readily available. We try to do big shipments of that from uh, at different points in the year. Um, and, and that's what helps kind of build the foundation of our, our mineral mask as well. Um, uh, that that's something more, you know, you kind of want to after scrubbing your, your dead skin and that's what the coffee scrub does. You, you kind of put that in your regimen, scrub your skin, and then you, uh, you, you, you apply the mask afterwards to kind of uh, re, um, you know, hydrate your skin as well. Fantastic, fantastic. And where can everybody find these amazing products? Because you know what, it is going to be mid-November. And as much as November is important, let's not forget what's right around the corner is Christmas. And even though this year has absolutely sucked and Christmas kind of signals the tail end of a rather rough year in the history of humanity and the world as a whole, uh, Christmas time is a time to kind of remember that it could be worse. And as long as you're healthy and happy and safe, that's the most important thing. Because everyone is going, and we all have to remember that everybody is going through all this together. Now, I'm an essential worker. My full-time job is a, a transport dispatcher for a food company. So I have been blessed to be steadily working through this whole time period. But a lot of people aren't as lucky. And I understand that. And it, my heart goes out to everyone out there that isn't. But for something like this, with all these price points are fantastically affordable, where can everybody find all these wonderful products? discreetgentleman.com uh, is the place to be it is pandemic proof and that was another reason why we started as an e-commerce store first we didn't want the overhead uh, we wouldn't have been able to survive in this economic climate it just wouldn't have happened so uh, from there you can actually check on some cool stories as well when you're perusing through the different uh, grooming uh, with our skincare and then you there's also some leisure items as well um, we, we're big into the cigar smoking culture as well um I was going to do my best Mark Henry and come in here smoking one, but it, as you know, in Ontario, it's been kind of cold uh, the last couple of days after some really November to remember weather. Yeah. So I, I, plus I gave you the herb. Plus 24s. And now we're back to like fucking minus almost, I think it was minus one this morning. It's freezing my ass. Yeah. It felt like, yeah, I was going to do the interview outside. I was going to puff a, a Cuban for you, but uh yeah, not going to happen. I'm a fair weather smoker and uh, I'm a pretty boy at, at heart. <laughs> and that's, that's why I, thank you for uh, looking my best. Yeah, I, I, I hope to at least be the best dressed announcer, if not the best announcer, uh, when we uh, when we go head to head, mic to mic. <laughs> it'll happen and it'll be good. I bet you it'll draw more than the town on the card. No, fuck that. We won't draw anything. The town on the card. Hey, you know what? The Fink, the Fink, when he took on his guys, man, uh, you know, I, I love that. Uh, when I went back in the, the archives and I what, was it? Tony Chamel, uh, he was one of my favorite announcers as well. And, you know, we lost Howard Finkel this year. So, you know, right on point with with where we want to be. I, I can't take the bumps like like getting it. Or as Anthony actually puts it, when you were talking before about how you were getting your body accustomed to it, um, he said it's like getting into a car accident every single day of your life when you take those bumps. So, yeah, I get it. When it's better to work four straight days than four days uh, and then take two off. You're better working seven days a week, two shows a day. Um, 
yeah, man, we saw so many injuries the, the second show. Luckily, nothing too serious, but we had to throw those X's up a couple of times uh, on the Sunday show outdoor. And it was scary for me. And then, like you said, how the hell are you going to keep the audience's attention after? You know, after somebody just saw a, pa a paramedic come and take take a wrestler away, their hero, or, or you know, this is not part of the show. But, you know, accidents do happen, and it's it's not ballet out there. No, it isn't. And But it is, it is an art form. It is a dance. Every time I sit down and I talk with somebody that steps in that ring, I always mention the art form and the dance and the story that's told. And uh, sometimes chemistry works, sometimes chemistry doesn't. And you know what? Uh, to talk wrestling now for a second... A lot of people have hold the attitude error near and dear to their heart. Anybody that's a wrestling fan really says, you know, the best time to be a fan was this time period. I agree with some of that, but not all of it. Uh, the best Mike men to come out of the business or even the guys that are current now have all learned from that time period for sure. The Rock was skilled. Stone Cold was skilled. Uh, you know, Flair. Flair was skilled throughout his entire career. Uh, Triple H kind of came to his own then. There were so many guys that kind of came around and they are the true kings and pioneers of cutting a promo. But a lot of people forget that the Attitude Era had a ton of head-scratching situations and shenanigans. Uh, a lot of storylines that were uh, scrapped, lost in the shuffle. A lot of wrestlers that became kind of the height of their career and then faded into obscurity. Uh, for example, guys like... Uh, Steve Blackman, great martial arts trained fighter, comes in, has amazing hardcore matches. And then as soon as it changes into the, uh, I guess, ruthless aggression era, Steve Blackman disappears. Um, you look at guys like Al Snow, head, walking around with a fucking mannequin head, um, height of his career, most popular thing. Everybody would come out with, want some head? Just because of the innuendo uh, that was associated with it. But faded into obscurity. I mean, yes, he was a trainer. He was one of the, the head trainers for the performance center and all that stuff. But now kind of, again, probably enjoying his life from somewhere else. As much as there was so much greatness associated with the Attitude Era, there was a lot of bad stuff. There was a lot of stuff that you sat there. Like, I mean, like May Young gave birth to a hand. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So uh, uh, Kane, I think there was a botch that there was an abortion as well with Terry Reynolds, right? There was yeah, some stuff to forget. Exactly. Kane, Kane had sex with a dead person. I mean, it never aired on TV, but we know what happened. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on the Attitude Era as a whole? I mean, yes, it's a great period of wrestling that we'll cherish and love, but I don't believe it to be the best time period in wrestling. I believe each time period has its own kind of centerpiece. I look back at the 80s with fondness because that's when I grew up with it. I mean, the, the earliest memories I have is Superfly Snuka jumping off the cage at Madison Square Garden. Uh, then we talk, you know... I mean, Hogan, Warrior, WrestleMania 6, the first time WrestleMania was in Toronto. And then it comes back 12 years later for 18. But I hold those memories to myself because those are the memories that I cling to the most. Uh, Macho Man getting his arm bit by the snake. There's, there's, there's Crazy, things that yeah. I remember with fondness. Much like you probably remember the Attitude Era with fondness. But, I mean, do you agree with the Attitude Era being the mecca, the pinnacle of wrestling? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it, it put... Um the catchphrases and put a lot of stuff on the map uh, during uh, I was in, I was just at the tail end of elementary school during the attitude area, like 99, 90, uh, 97 through 99. For, for me, I was hot on, on, on the, on the product from, from 90, really. Uh, I remember, but like you said, with the, with me and Gene, and I was thinking the gobbly Googler cause that, uh, you know, survivor series was not that long ago. I was seeing that stuff. I watched that on repeat, man. I love the rockers uh, through 90. I, I was pretty big on it. And then, actually funny story and then maybe somebody else could could uh attest to something like this i had a younger sister she had a playpen 
and I was three or four years old and I'm doing super fly snooker stuff. Frog splashes off the, off the turnbuckle, my turnbuckle, the playpen. I fell backwards. I broke my collarbone. And so my parents banned me from watching wrestling from uh, anywhere from like, I'd say like the 92 to 94 era. Um, and I wasn't allowed to talk about it. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things. So I missed out on some of that stuff. And then uh, I picked right back up on the rise of uh, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Those were my guys. Um, you know, uh, I remember vividly you, you know, drawing the hearts, the, the broken hearts on my, my long johns and, and shit like that. And I just, 97 actually was my fondest year because the NWO was running rampant on the WCW side. And um, Bret Hart had done his heel turn, which was big for Canada. So you couldn't help but like root for your Canadian hero. And then the whole screw job and which we just marked the anniversary of that. I think it was over 23 years now. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'd say the attitude era for pushing the envelope was what got the casual fan back invested in it because you just never knew what was going to happen. You might see a nip slip on there. <laughs> you might you might see some guy go through a table, stuff that you hadn't seen before. Mick Foley kind of pushed the envelope from the hardcore side, bring that ECW vibe over um, and his Cactus Jack. Um, but um, as I got older, um, I was always a WWF, WWE guy, uh, more so than an NWO, WCW, Nitro. I, I, uh, I, I didn't do too much flip-flopping. I was pretty loyal to the WWF. And then uh, during my teen years was ECW for me. Rob Van Dam was doing some crazy shit that I had never seen before. And um, that's where I, I kind of was. And I was a big Rob Van Dam mark. And when he came in 2002, he was the first match on the card. He won the European title from uh, Regal. And that was big for me. I had done the, the thumbs, uh, the thumbs uh, sign. I had brought the thumb sign to, to the event. So, and then I guess, you know, as you try to chase girls and you try to look your best, you know, wrestling's not so cool anymore. And that's kind of where I, I lost, I lost during uh, my high school years. And I, I, I did my best to always watch WrestleMania and try to stay familiar with the product. And I always talk to my friend Danny all the time about what's going on with the business, what's happening. And we try to get together once a year to at least watch WrestleMania. So I can see what's going on, but I like, I like where I am now. Uh, I like working with the battle arts guys because I'm objective and I ask questions about the product. Now I'm like, okay, who's this guy? What does he do? Or well, what's his gimmick? I feel like the gimmick is lost. And I feel like everybody had a gimmick and maybe in the attitude era and even those Federation years, and they were good gimmicks. They were good storytellers. Like you said, yes, maybe it isn't ballet, but there is an art form to it. And the psychology is kind of lost. Like there ain't no Jake, the snake snakes pit, promos anymore uh his rick martell stuff like when, when with the contact in the eye like some of that stuff resonates still with me even though it was probably hokey i was a kid papa shango putting a, a curse on the ultimate warrior and him yakking all over the place like that that hurt me <laughs> on a saturday morning yeah superstars yeah. on chch on on a saturday morning like that was my jam more so than even i think the attitude era because uh you know it was it was forbidden fruit even for me like i mentioned i wasn't allowed to watch some of that stuff so um and then, you know, you grow up too and you're like, man, why did I like Shawn Michaels? Man, the guy was like in chaps, ass chaps, like a village person. And, you know, uh, it, it wasn't, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, he was, he was posing in Playgirl. And like, I could see why like my older, uh, you know, uncles and uh, people that were still invested in the product hated him. And I couldn't understand him. Like, you know, he's, he's high flying. He's doing all these things. But uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't resonate with that male 18 plus audience. I know that for sure. No, no, sir. Yeah, the kids loved him for sure because he was edgy. <laughs> he was something different. But then I, I remember, like, when, even when I was a kid, I was like, I don't know if I like the chaps and the dancing around like an idiot. But yeah. once we got past the intro, which, I mean, still, when you hear, ah, ah, 
you sit there and you go, I'm cool. You, know, <laughs> you, you sing along whether you want to or not. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. uncles, your old man, they every time they hear the song, even though they hate it, they're probably sitting there going, I'm cool. I'm just a sexy boy. Yeah, they're driving in traffic. And everybody, everybody does the high pitch part. You know, the sexy boy. Everybody does that. Shit. Yeah, everybody does. It. But yeah, uh, harmonies. You remember, you remember what he did in the ring, and that's yeah. why you appreciate it. You remember the high flying shit. You remember the sweet chin music, which again is just a super kick. But tuning up the band every time he's going in the corner, start hitting his foot. You knew it was coming. You're sitting there going, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's gonna do it. I remember do- being devastated when he lost the belt to Psycho Sid at Survivor Series, and I remember because I didn't have, I didn't have, uh, I didn't always go and watch all the pay per views because it was late. It was a school night, uh, but so I remember my buddy telling me the next morning that Sean dropped the belt to Sid, and I was devastated. I'm like, no way, he lost the bullshit. <laughs> you were so angry. You wanted to write this. Yeah, I was angry. Like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I was not in Sid's world. No, that was not my thing. I was a Brett Mark, and uh, and definitely Sean, really. Um, and, and that's why I love that DVD. Uh, Anthony has it, the, the, the Brett versus Sean documentary. And you look at the matches that they've had and they told great stories, those two in the ring. And that was, that, that was great. I would have loved if I could give anything besides Hogan and the rock seeing that live to see Sean and Brett go one more time. I saw them at a live event, uh, in 96 or 97, they did a triple threat with, with Sid. That was just around the time where Sean lost his smile and all that garbage. And, and now as you're older now, you can, you, it was confusing as a kid. And now when you, you get to hear how much of a dick he was in the back and, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And now, now I'm more of a Brett guy uh, looking back on it. And I love how Brett buries everybody he talks to. It's almost like a whole gimmick. Now he's still, he's still getting over with me because he's burying everybody he used to work with. You're like, who is Brett going to bury today? <laughs> Hopefully he buries me. That would be an honor. It's like, uh, Rickles when he makes fun of you. If Brett could bury me, that's you know it'd be a career highlight for me. <laughs> well, when we get back to shows, I'm going to bury you in the ring. Oh! oh! <laughs> I'm going to hit you with the mic. That's going to be great. We're going to use foreign objects. That's I don't awesome, care about man. this protocol about not taking chair shots. Hey, you know what? You can. I'll take a bump for you, George. It doesn't matter. That's okay, man. I'll spear you through a table. We'll both hurt after. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's 100%. do it. All right. Well. Michael, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. And again, uh, the Movember Initiative. Guys, check out discreetgentleman.com. Buy the products. They are amazing. I've used some of them myself. My sponsor, Ray Bernardo. Shout out to Ray. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Road Square Chrysler. He's also used the products and endorsed it. He actually got his own promo code. I'm still waiting for mine. Just saying. Well, if you put me over in the ring, uh, maybe you'll get your own promo code. Let's maybe I will. Uh, then for that, I might take a dive. I might drop. <laughs> I might drop for that one. We'll see what happens. But anyway, Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Discreetgentleman.com. Every dollar, every dollar of every product sold goes to the November Initiative for men's One dollar. One dollar of every sale. One dollar of every sale goes to you know mental health, men's mental health. The November Initiative. It's a great initiative. It's a great company to get behind. All natural products. Everything's good. Beard oils, scrubs, masks, all that good stuff. It's there. The uh, aluminum-free deodorant, the natural deodorant. It's all there. It's great products. The tax, the tattoos, the lab. They're wonderful, great, great products by two great individuals. And the Manscaping Tool, which is also going to be a great Christmas gift. So, That's like right. they said, it's half the cost. Check out the website. Check out all their products. And I'm sure you'll be able to see both of our faces on this website because I'll share the link to them. And they'll most likely put it up on the website because it's going to give them free promo. Understand everything that uh, the company's behind, which is a great, great thing. So, thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you. And before we go... Where else can the audience find your amazing organization? All in a wonderful world of social media. 
So yeah, at Discrete Gentlemen is the place to, to find the latest and the greatest uh, information of what we're doing. Uh, the blog is a great place too uh, on the site where we've featured actually uh, a couple of people from BattleX. We got Karu featured on there. Anthony uh, was gracious enough to donate some time. Um, and, and he's also a big proponent of the product. He's used our body lotion, actually our black salt uh, body lotion, uh, which we didn't get a chance to feature. But um, um, there, uh, Michael D, uh, Michael D Media on on Instagram as well is where I'm always I'm I'm putting over our products because we stand behind it. It's not even a sell. Uh, like I said, just try even the soap. You dip your feet in the discreet gentleman waters and, because it's not a choice at the end of the day. It's a lifestyle that we're trying to implement. And, and we feel that once once you go uh, go discreet, um, you know, you, you don't need to talk about it. You just you just make that switch. You do that heel turn. But for the good, of course. No, oh, nice segue. Bravo, Michael. Bravo. Maybe, maybe it's not going to be so easy to defeat you come the next show. And we'll have to reach out to AC and Dave after. We'll have to see how that can that can play out. But you all I can say is, yeah, work on your vocal exercises. That's all I can say. <laughs> I don't need to. I just have a natural born radio voice. Okay. <laughs> all right, golden boy. See you in the ring. <laughs> all right, man. Go enjoy the rest of your Saturday. And again, guys, check out discreetgentleman.com. Check out all the wonderful products. Purchase, 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 support a local business, support local. That's important. And also $1 of every product, $1 from every sale of every product goes towards November. They always did it last month for October, and I'm sure they're going to do something great for Christmas as well. There's so many great things. There's Toys for Tots. There's Make-A-Wish. I'm sure they're going to keep doing this charity initiative. Yeah. Fantastic. So yeah, that's another thing. Get out at us on our social media. And, and if you want have a specific charity you want us to feature in December, we're definitely going to do something with the kids. It's about the kids, and they've had a really rough year. Uh, and we haven't decided on who our December uh, charity will be. So yeah, yeah like George mentioned, a, a few there, um, a triple thread of, uh, of, of charities. And uh, if, if you have one that's near and dear to you, get at us, uh, DM us, and, and, and we'll definitely consider it. Absolutely. Fantastic. As always, that's a classy move from a classy guy, from a classy company, discreetly. Discreet gentlemen. All right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Peace, love, and wrestling. See you guys next time. Take care, Mike. Take care. Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay, buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you.